Welcome back podcast listeners. Today we have a really exciting guest just about to walk in but I want to tell you a little bit more about her before she arrives. So Aussie designer and business owner of Moana Bikini, Karina Irby is without a doubt a rising star on the young entrepreneur scene. With 548,000 followers on her business page and a whopping 1.1 million followers on her personal page, it is so clear to see Miss Karina Irby is making big waves. Now, this girl, obviously, that's all very impressive, but even on her personal page, when you jump on there, you get a real vibe for what type of girl she is. She's fun, she's bubbly, she's bright, vibrant. She really makes her stand on her views around body confidence and she's not afraid to be who she is. And I think that that makes her really inspiring, especially among young women today, where there's so much social pressure to look a certain way. Miss Karina Irby is is really making a big statement in that space to say, this is who I am and I love who I am and what I look like. And I think that there's really big lessons to learn uh, from this girl and I'm excited to get into this podcast today. As always, this information on this podcast is not designed to diagnose, treat or prevent any condition. It's for information purposes only and a platform to share personal experiences. Please seek advice from your healthcare professional before making any changes to your current lifestyle. Stay tuned because the Alpha Babes podcast is about to go live in three, two, one. Welcome to the Alpha Babes podcast. You're here with the Alpha Babes sisters, Hannah and Mia. Hello <laughs> and welcome <laughs> to the Alpha Babes podcast. I am mega excited right now. I've totally fangirling, if I'm going to be honest, um, even stuttering now. So we are sitting across the table from the one and only Karina Irby. I got that right, didn't I? You Last did. Name. Nailed it. Uh, the designer and owner of Moana Bikini. Uh, welcome. Oh my God. You're Thank on, Thank you man. for having me. My <laughs> mic is on. My headset is cranking and I am just feeling so freaking good. I'm so happy about that, man. <laughs> we even got you some rainbow cake just to amp that up. Are you loving that? I've got rainbow cake, guys, with sprinkles and a flower and a coffee and a surfboard biscuit. Like, <laughs> honestly, is this the best podcast I'll want? I know, right, man? What, what more could you want? Anyway, we're so stoked that you're here and that you're, you know, joining us and we want to delve right into everything body confidence and we want to hear about your journey and how you got from pretty much from A to B and how you got to be so incredibly successful today like it is super inspiring to see and you're you know you're young man like it's so cool to see somebody so successful in their prime working hard and making a massive impact in our community. So we've just pretty much want you to sum up your whole life yeah, can in, you a, do that? in a minute of how you got started. So Ooh. no <laughs> no pressure. Literally, the question we really want to know is we, we kind of want to take you back to, you know, maybe 10. Let's go 10. 10 mm-hmm. feels like a good number. So I want to know like how you have grown as a person when it just, let's just like talk about confidence. So let's think of you as 10 and let's think of you now. What has changed in your confidence level, what would you put it down to? 
Well, my teeth got better. (laughs) That's a huge difference. But if I do look back on 10-year-old little Nuffy Karina, I am extremely insecure. I am currently struggling with a lot of bullying due to my eczema situation when Mm. I was a little girl. And my parents were about to go through one of those really fun divorces. Mm. Oh, wow. So that would have been me back when I was 10. Wow. Mm. Which is super relatable to lots of different people feeling self-conscious about an aspect of their body. They might not have had eczema, but they might have had something that they were uncomfortable with. Yeah. And that can date right to as young as 10. I mean, we hear all the time, I mean, Hannah was just talking before the podcast was going on in her old job, you know, we hear about girls that are 12 saying that they're fat, you Mm. know, it's crazy. So that you can definitely have those insecurities even as young as 10. So from growing up in in through your school and, and where you are now, as Hannah said, how has your confidence journey shaped to where it is now? To be honest, like I'm pretty proud of myself how like far my confidence level has come and my dance moves too. I'm pretty. <laughs> Actually, they are very impressive on your Instagram. <laughs> Super impressive. <laughs> oh, no, but I am proud of myself and I I don't quite know how I got there. But when I think back and I talk to, mm. you know, amazing women like yourselves, I honestly just think that it's a thing that comes with growth and through experiences and surrounding yourself with the right people and the right support system. And then you know, it's just a change of mindset, I yep. feel. Okay, cool. That and is Hannah's just like literally <laughs> sexy. Yeah. What you just said was sexy. Hannah's oh, excited to talk. Put your shirt back <laughs> on. Hannah's <laughs> 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 excited. Anyone talks about mindset, Hannah's like, ring-a-ding, uh, um, let's talk about I that. I am there. Yeah. No, but I think it's such an important message because everything does start with your mindset. So when you talk about this insecure girl and you talk about you know, I really want to know about the journey of Moana Swim. So did you always want to be a bikini designer? Like, is that what you thought life was going to be like for you? Where, how did this concept of Moana come up for you? So funny. I actually, fun fact, and I don't think I've told anyone this. Ooh, awesome. cool. First ever on the podcast. This is it. Um, I wanted to be a paleontologist and wow. I wanted to dig me up some dinosaur bones. That is what <laughs> nice. I wanted to do. Nice, man. Love that's it. cool. Mm, that's That was just a real little tomboy and yep. that's, I was obsessed with dinosaurs. Still am. <laughs> um, but no, I definitely didn't um, expect to be designing swimwear or running a business or being responsible for staff and wages and feeding families. Like even just saying that stresses me yeah. out. Fan mm. me real quick. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but that that's so impressive. So you've gone on such a journey like um, – did you would you say that you fell into this or how did it come about with Moana I definitely fell into it and I fell into it only because of um I definitely just wanted to make women feel good Mm. so um you know I grew up and once puberty hit Karina decided to get some curves (laughs) and you know at the time that was the scariest thing ever so scary yeah Yeah. and like girls were getting bullied for for boobies and bottoms and bum (laughs) creases and I was one of those girls that um had the bum crease you know that cheeky little one guys that you know you can't really tan because there's a bum crease there sure so I was really self-conscious of that and I always found that when I wore like your biggest style swimsuit or back in the day they were full bogs yeah full 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 bogs bogs. kind of literally bogs (laughs) bogs 
<laughs> Boggy. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. Full yeah. briefs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like the name says it all. It kind of looked like you pooped yourself if you had yeah. a bigger tush. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Which made me even more self-conscious about my butt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, to cut it short, I just wanted to in- like I just wanted to get some cheeky cut swimmer because I found one pair on eBay for like mm. two dollars. So you could just imagine the quality. Oh, quality yeah. Was there. Yeah. She didn't last long, but she looked good. <laughs> did you rock them? Oh God, yeah, did I rock them? I wish I still had them. Um, but I just thought, oh, they make me feel so good, and I like the way I look. And maybe um, if these bikinis are giving me some sort of superpower, maybe I, I could introduce it. that to other girls. And um, this was a thought for so many years. And you know, it was actually my dad that would be like, oh, mate, just bloody start up your own swimwear label, can't be that bloody hard, you know what they're like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure, dad, no worries. But um, yeah, I, I definitely fell into it. I actually got fired from a uh, just a retail job that I had, which absolutely broke my heart. Yeah. It was so sad. Um, and at the time, I was just really confused and angry. And um, yeah, you know how people have like that whole revenge sex? Yeah. Well, I had revenge business, bitch. Ooh, I love it. Okay. All I was right. like, no, nah, I'm sorry. Not going to have a bar of this. And that that was actually the, the fire that, you know, was lit. And I was like, yeah, watch me dominate. See ya. Yeah, right. And mm. rightfully, you are doing that right now. It's, it's incredible. I was just saying in your bio before um, you came in here, you have 548,000 followers just on your business page alone. Like, that's super impressive. And then another 1.1 million followers on your personal page. How did you, how did your business, like on your personal front, how did that grow so rapidly? On my personal page? Yeah. Um, I honestly saw, and I've never gone out there to try and be like, oh, I'm an influencer, like, yeah. like and comment and tag me. My <laughs> um, Instagram came from being a bit of a dickhead, to be fair. Okay. I found that I would get more attention online when I was purely being silly yep. or, um, you know, showing things that people were self-conscious about. Yes. And I think naturally, especially, you know, like, five years ago or so that was very oh my god did you just see what she posted oh my yeah. god tell everyone yeah whereas now like a lot of people are doing it which is so great but um yeah I saw growth when I just honestly let my hair down and stopped caring so much what other yeah. people thought and then boom people were like hey Karina's kind of a cool chick she's not just like a, a pretty bikini bum you know yeah <laughs> and I think yeah. what you know numbers are great like they're, they're impressive numbers but what like excites the shit out of me is that your whole business embodies your values of body confidence. So when you go out and you launch your new line in swimwear, like literally there's every body shape, every size, you you cater for that. And I think that that is what's inspiring because you're – you're thinking about the needs of other women and going back to that $2 bikini. Like when you tried that on, did you feel like you were – like you know how like a superhero wears a cape? Oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah, and yeah. those bikini <laughs> bottoms, did they sort of become your superpower? I still have a picture of them, just a flat lay on my Instagram because I feel like I owe everything to that bikini bottom. I love bottom. it. I love mm-hmm. it. And so that that bikini um, really was the way it made you feel is what you wanted to bottle up and give to others. A hundred percent. And do you, when you design what you do, because I, I think you're, you're so fun and you're so creative and you're so different um, and you probably don't, realize just how unique you actually are because oh there God. is there no but seriously like I love that I love creativity it's one of my uh top five values is being different and standing out but just being authentically who you are D- 
do you have that little bottle of, you know, $2 bikini juice <laughs> bottled up and when you are designing your first or like your next collection, do you remember that feeling to propel you forward into the design aspect? Every day, even um, not even just with design, but even when we're shipping out a package and I see it's a first time order, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I uh, want her to open this and I want to yeah. watch her face because even... um. Obviously, a hell of a lot of work goes into the design, manufacturing Mm. and look and feel of the product, but even the way it's shipped out. So every order will get like a lollipop and their very own like reusable Moana bag. And depending, we'll write them love notes. We'll send them free little gifts. Um, We're always like, I think that Moana does extremely well with um, valuing the customer because Mm. they're not a transaction to us. They're literally a family. And all we want to do is Mm. actually make that girl feel like you said, yeah. like they've just drunk that bikini juice, yeah. that bikini bottom juice. Bikini That's juice. so cool, man. Mm. There's not a lot of online businesses or businesses in general that really think about their customer in that way. Like from what I've just heard, you really give a shit about customer experience and Mm -hmm. I think that that's why maybe one of the factors why you have been so successful is because you are real and you think hmm how would I like to feel when I receive a package and you've done exactly that so I think that that's so incredible it's so great thank you it brings me back to one of my all-time favorite books if you haven't read this um, it's awesome and it's called The Go-Giver and it's a story and it talks all about how we as people need to give more in value than what we expect back in return. Yes. And so if we are forever valuing the other person in the room or the customer in this circumstance, then it's all energy and it comes back. And it's not why you do it. You do it because you're a good person, but just that has been such a cool book to read, The Go-Giver, awesome story, all about that very aspect that Mm. you spoke about that you've probably intuitively done and just didn't know. I should read that book. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go back. So... You you tried on a $2 bikini. You're like, I look awesome. Like, how do you do what you've done, like, in that thought process? Like, did you know what the fuck you were doing? Oh, my God. I still don't know. I, I don't it. even I know why. We talk about this all the time here I on the Apple Bay podcast. We have no idea what we're doing. And we just Where am it. I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we talk about finding a fucking way no matter what. Yes. So, if you've got this bit, you've got this idea, you're like, oh, and your dad's like, got that really cool voice that you just did before can you go again <laughs> oh come on mate you've got this <laughs> yeah. figure it out would you exactly so he's like start a business where did you start facebook oh, <laughs> very good nice <laughs> i mean to be fair i i wrote everything down what i, I created a business plan yes. which i still have and it's hilarious because back then as well what the heck's a business plan karina yeah, i right. don't know yeah i'm just gonna sure. doodle some words down and think <laughs> yeah this is business yeah um but yeah I, ha- I had an idea I had a good mindset for what I wanted and I knew where I wanted my fabrics from um and yeah I ended up just going to Indonesia by myself with a backpack Love it. and I'm roaming around looking for all the different resources that I needed to make my dream come true like I don't even know if people do that anymore that's so cool man do no you know, no do you know one what gets I, on a backpack and do you know what I love <laughs> I love about it is that there's nothing sexy really about that it's hard fucking work it was hard and and it's and it's scary it was terrifying and I think business <laughs> is hard and it is scary mm. and we we preach that here because uh the entrepreneur space gets such a um uh like it's like glamorized mm. it's not glamorous at all it, literally no. yeah i'm in pjs most of the day i don't even like the word no no, mm. no but like we like the word being multi-passionate now that's you know? funner. i like and you're that. multi-passionate in these areas of life and you and and you'll do it no matter what because that passion still is within mm. but 
you you're in Indonesia. You pick the fabric. You 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 did you sew it? Oh God, no. Okay, Do you want right. something that's going to be wearable or not? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even sew on a button. So yeah. like, I I think that's such a cool skill. But you found someone to sew it. You got the product. When you saw your product for the very first time, take us back to that moment. What oh my was God, it like? I cried. Did you? That's cool. Uh, because it, it's funny as well. Like, um, you know, a lot of people these days want, want to start their own businesses and they're always interested about other people's stories, which I totally understand. And I always feel like a bit of a letdown in regards to that because back at the time, and I know this kind of does sound a bit wanky, but it's the God honest truth. I didn't even care about starting a business. I just honestly wanted to make girls happy. So when I was over there, I'm not like, oh my God, I'm going to start up a business. I'm going to be so successful. And you know, that, that wasn't even a thing or I wasn't around that kind of, you know, energy at all to Mm -hmm. even think that that was a thing. So yeah, when I got my first prototype, I wasn't even thinking business. I was like, oh my God, this is going to make so many people feel good. Oh, Hang on, wait. How do I tell people about it? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. That's so cool, it's man. Pure passion. Mm. Yeah. yeah, pure passion and and feeling. <laughs> oh, and it was so funny. So, um, I guess for those of you who don't know about Moana, all our swimwear is seamless and reversible because I want to give people the best value for money ever. Love it. And back in the day, with my first prototypes, one that I just sobbed over, um, I didn't know what to nickname the actual bikini bottoms. So they were reversible from a solid print to a really cool, unique print yeah um which i designed myself and i'm like what should i call these and i was like oh my god fun pants oh my god you did not i, I didn't that. do that though but i wrote it down i was like oh my god fun pants yay yeah that's so cool but that's so cool and yeah. it's so different and your creativity sh- is amazing yeah oh, like thank it's, you. it's it is a unique gift i've met you for like three seconds and i can already see that shining yeah. out of you best friends best yeah. friends <laughs> totally besties so um what like so people got these this first design what was their feedback oh they absolutely loved it um I freaked out because I didn't order enough and it sold so quickly so then I had a quick panic attack on oh my god what do I do to make more yeah but um the special thing as well with Moana I never went to the bank and got a loan or anything like that um again I wasn't even thinking long term I was like I've just got to make some more so I just put that money straight back into the same designs and we just pumped out some more and it was just a cycle from there really and I think from a mindset point of view how cool is that because you aren't forward you know I think like you know you you always want to have the end in mind that's what Stephen Covey says you know begin with the end in mind but sometimes the end in mind causes massive anxiety mm-hmm. and causes massive you know I fear I, I can't do this yeah. like there's way too much in the way for me to get there but I love how organically you were in the fact that you know, you didn't even think of that. No. It's so naughty of me. No, that's cool, man. <laughs> that's really cool because as Hannah said, like, yeah, a lot of people will see that and go, oh, shit, and then just get stuck and then don't do anything where yours like, oh, cool, I've just ran out. I've got to do some more because people are putting in orders and I, mm. I just got to get more. Like, I think that's really cool. Um, so fast forwarding, you've now – I've just seen on your socials you've now bought your own warehouse for Moana. Yes. So cool. I'm a big girl. You're a big girl. <laughs> You're a real person. <laughs> that's cool and you're you, you're obviously very successful in that if I want to redirect this conversation now to that body confidence sort of topic because I'm really excited to hear about um, your journey within that um, what does body confidence even mean to you oh gosh it means everything to me and I just think it, it does come back from me getting bullied a lot at school you know let's talk about that so what was your sort of schooling like so you you did struggle with bullying yeah I mean like 
oh God, when I look at kids getting bullied now, it was a different, you know, I was totally. getting attacked and, you know, my heart just goes out to kids like that. These days, I don't know, it feels like bullying has gotten worse, mm. um, which is why these kinds of podcasts well, are 24 so special. 7. 24 yeah. se- we yeah. didn't have that. We Like, literally, I had, I had MSN. Oh, my God, me too. <laughs> MySpace? Was it MySpace? And, oh, MySpace. And a Nokia phone mm. that flipped. Did oh, you have yeah. a Nokia? Oh, God, yeah, I had flip. a Nokia phone. Flip yes, phone? Yes. Yeah, you was but they couldn't get to you no. is what your point is. Yeah, but there was, now. like, no social media really. Yeah. Like, there yeah. was, but there wasn't. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just got bullied a lot for having eczema. So um, it was always these boys at school, uh, beep, beep, you know, just had to bleep their names out, but <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. you're there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I got called, like, scabby legs and mm-hmm. asking if I was contagious. And, you know, at school when you have to do the boy-girl dancing, yeah, all the boys would refuse to hold my hand. So they'd, like, get their jumper out and I'd have to hold on to the tips of their sleeve, the sleeves of their jumpers. And, you know, things like That's that. Terrible. Being a little girl it was so sad. And, oh, wow. um you know, um, growing up and moving forward, I, um, my eczema did gradually get better. And I also learned not only how to manage the eczema more, but just how to manage people Mm. and their thoughts of me and basically just not giving a fuck about what they have to say about me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Do you know what is so cool is the fact that that eczema was a gift in the long run. Oh my God. I know. That's what I say to my mom. I'm like, I feel like I was meant to have it. Yeah, Yeah. Because it shaped you from such a young age that you you've got obviously a huge calling on your life to to bring awareness in the space of body confidence but you know what you I mean you experience online hate now correct yes and so how do you how do you combat that now the online hate hate is um it's so different to real hate I guess like it's just so shallow yeah um a lot of the people that will comment you know, just silly things on my post. Like you have one look at their profile and like private, no pictures, no followers, yeah. no display picture even. Um, so now um, I don't care. Yeah. I actually think it's hilarious. And if you want to look at it um, from a marketing point of view, it's great. It brings so much traffic. So, okay, <laughs> fine. If you want to do that, yeah, go yeah. for it. But yeah. you know, that, that sort of attitude, I guess, is not very common like mm. among other women, you know. I mean, I know for me with – clients that we've had in the past come across our door just saying like how when they look in the mirror you know they're unhappy or depressed or you know they beat themselves up and speak horrible things about themselves that their their body image is so low Mm. um how when you look at yourself in the mirror and you love what you see and that's the message you preach on your your instagram how do you get to that point you know, mm. how, how is that, um, you know, I think that'd be really interesting to hear your your stance on that because I think that'll help a lot of women. Do you have a, like a bottle of juice for that? Yeah, what's your manual? <laughs> what's I'll your manual? you one after the show, guys, okay? <laughs> Can we get some work done first, yeah, please? Totally. <laughs> okay, God. <laughs> it's actually funny you say that because um, I have day like even this morning I looked in the mirror and I'm just having a little flare up right at this very minute on my stomach. And it's funny, I looked at myself in the mirror this morning and I was like... <laughs> No. Yeah. And I instantly felt I wasn't being super neg on myself, mm. but it's interesting how my mindset has changed because I'll look at myself in the mirror like this morning and I was like, oh my God, Karina, no, 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 no. But then as soon as I stepped away from that mirror and started just being my crazy normal self, um, I forgot all about it until right this very minute that we're speaking about it. Yeah, right. So I don't know what's going on in my brain these days, but yeah, I, I definitely see myself a certain way from time to time and I don't always love what I see. And I feel like that's just part of being human. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, a, it, it, it's, I don't know, you've kind of got to rechannel that and forget about it. Realize that you're breathing. Yeah. 
you know, you've got good people around you and like you've only got one life and, you yeah. know, life is rare. Totally. It's so crazy that we even so we even have a life on the planet. Mm. And I feel like people get so caught up in mm. body image because of social media and we kind of just lose value of life. I know it sounds real cheesy, no, but it's, it's just so what true. I think of. I'm like, but we're, we're breathing and yeah. we're cool. We're good. There's so many things to be grateful for when you look around that it extends far beyond what it, the reflection is in the mirror. So I completely mm. understand, even though we're in the midst of a um, meltdown, coronavirus meltdown at the moment, it is mm-hmm. incredible to be here and there is a lot of things to be grateful for. Um, so I think that's really, really awesome view. So it, um, it's so just sorry. one little thing just butting in here. It's so cool how your response <coughs> to your eczema changed and I think you know, when you learn about the brain and you learn about that, you, we create habits over things. And so your trigger would have been your eczema and then your behaviour of thought pattern would have been, oh, shit, I'm ugly, I'm this, or people are going to tease me, whatever. Maybe that was your 10-year-old self. But now you see your eczema, you're like, oh, like you still have those thoughts. I think that that's so important because one of the things that I um, – that I think is so important to speak up about is those people who are speaking up about body confidence. It's not that those thoughts are like go Never away, there. yeah, because mm. yeah. they're there. They are always there. But your response has changed to it mm-hmm. because, like you just said, you saw the ex and you thought, "Oh, God, that's that's shit for me." Oh, oh, oh well, and then you go off and be your happy self. Mm. Your behavior changed. Your response to that trigger changed. And exactly. I, and we can all do that. And I think mm. that that's what the super cool thing is. Is that and when we coach our girls, it's like, okay, cool. When we look in the mirror and we are, you know, not liking what we see, the most the most important thing you can do right there in that moment is redirect your thought to gratitude, which is what you just spoke about. Mm. We're living, we're breathing. Yeah. We've got arms and legs, they move, you know, like and gratitude is the fastest way of being in the present moment and being happy. Because we spend so much of our lives, we're taught so much of our lives to be unhappy. Mm. Do you agree with that? Oh, I couldn't agree. I'm just like staring here in awe of you. I'm like, wow. Yes. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, 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 but where we speak the same language, which is I think why we were so drawn to you. Like, sure, we we saw the message behind the photos in your you know, Instagram thing. And and that's what we really want to get out to our listeners as well is that there's no secret sauce, even though Mm -hmm. we're going to sneak us I'm like, where's the bottle? No. But it's just... (laughs) There goes that marketing idea. (laughs) (laughs) You just changed your response to it. It's true. And I think as well, like with my social, um, you know, like I know influencer is like a very overused word and, you know, I don't love the word, even though I I do want to influence people in a positive way. Um, But that's why I focus really heavily on my Instagram stories as well, because, um, you know, uh, anyone can really take any kind of photo, whether it be like of your cellulite or whatever it is. But um, I guess because I can change my mindset and I, I have... Um, I like to have a lot of fun on Instagram stories and I want to make people laugh and I want them to forget about what they just saw in the mirror or the shitty day at work. Yeah. So now like every day I focus on having some like crazy, entertaining, stupid, random out there um, Instagram story and I love it. It's almost like a therapy for me. It's so cool. Oh, it's so good. And the responses in my DMs are just like so good and it makes me feel so happy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's really fun. I think you give permission to other people to be authentically themselves. Oh, yes. Because that's what you do, um, you know, by you putting yourself out there and sometimes putting yourself out into a space where somebody else might be like, oh, fuck, I'd never do that. Oh, my God, I couldn't do that or mm. all of that. You you almost grant them permission to say, you know what, it's okay. Um, and, you know, you 
you're going to live through that post or that story or you making something embarrassing of yourself. Um, I think that's really cool. You're giving permission to for people to be authentically themselves, mm. which is really great. But do you fear judgment? Because a lot of the reason why people don't put themselves out there is because they're worried about the judgment that's going to come back. So does that thought process uh, even enter your mind or did it once and do you have a secret source for that too? <laughs> <laughs> Got three sources on the go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a booming business. <laughs> um, uh, no, I don't think of judgment anymore. I don't yeah. think of it actually. I probably should think of it a little bit because some of the things I put out there was a bit wild. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> no, I don't. I, I honestly don't care. Back in the day, yes. I remember when I first posted my first pic. Um, I, it was such a cute pic. I remember yeah. it, but I was like, quite ex-Marie on my legs and I didn't post it for so long because I was like oh my god I'm gonna get teased I'm gonna be the scabby mm. girl you know and um, I was like well I'm not gonna edit it like who has yeah. time like and how do I even edit all that out so I just posted it and I was like freaking out I was refreshing yeah. it and um so crazy though the responses from the girls following me at the time were like you're the best this is so good to see or I also suffer with this or I've got that and wow and that kind of like really made me feel good so then in return that's how I kind of got really uh, I guess I just enjoyed posting those kind of images because it was making me feel good and then in return it was making others feel good and it was this really cool fun cycle yeah it's like we were supporting each other without even meaning to it was yeah. through vulnerability yeah it was really yeah. cool yeah. Do you, like, this is left field, but so there's been such a positive place online about embracing who you are and being vulnerable and you've, you've got these other social media accounts who are putting themselves out there, but there's there seems to be something happening in social media where vulnerability and being real and raw is a thing now. Oh, my God, I know, and I kind and, of and, and like you can, it. And you can freaking <laughs> smell it from a mile away mm. when somebody is saying that they're real and raw and authentic but then oh my god they're not no, I know that no. sounds so bad because I'm not being mean but 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 you oh no this is authentic, this is a thing authenticity and and being real is is a feeling mm. you, you, there's no source for that no no bottle of there source. is absolutely no but source. you can see the difference do you see that or you know do you agree with that man do absolutely. you see Oh yeah, man! You can all you can definitely see people that are like, for lack of a better word, trying too hard because to I be think real and raw and real and raw is trendy, and so everybody it's marketable. People it's marketable. cash in on that exactly. Yeah. It's so upsetting, and it's, it's funny really you brought upsetting. it up. Hey, oh yeah, because tell me I your thoughts. It. I want to know everything. Oh my god, I'm already mad. <laughs> <laughs> Either I've got the coronavirus or <laughs> I'm, you know, getting a temperature the, yeah. from this. <laughs> No, like I see it online. Like I follow heaps of people and um, I see a lot of um, girls that, mm. are, you know, their gorgeous little face tuned self and then, you yeah. know, maybe their hits have slowed down. Oh, God, I don't even know. I'm just being judgmental right now. But next minute they're still posting. It's still a very heavily edited pic. I've seen yeah. you in real life. I know what you look yeah. like. And they might have this tiny little freckle and they're like, oh, my God, body confidence, rocket, no yeah. makeup. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, 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 and it, it it genuinely pisses me off because I live and breathe this every day. Yeah. So does my company, and I just care so much about these vulnerable young girls. Oh, so much, and it yep. just yeah, it, it actually really upsets me. Yeah, mm. but but I think mm. the good like I witnessed this this uh, it was it was actually like watching a train wreck. But it, I was watching two people up on stage. One person was real and raw and authentic, and the whole room was quiet. Mm. But then the other person got up and used the words yeah I'm just being real and raw and I'm vulnerable right now and it it didn't it didn't meet the same thing because I think if you are being real and raw you don't say that you don't no you just are 
Yeah. You just you just are those it's things. It's something in you. It's something in you, but mm. to kind of preference, I don't know, it just it it's stuck out like dog balls. Yeah, mm. for like sure. literally. And so I think your audience knows that as well. Yeah, and I think it doesn't just come from a post like these people like what are they like on YouTube? What are they like on stories mm-hmm. or IGTV or have yeah. you met them in real life? Have they done podcasts? Like I yeah. feel like if you're going to get attached to an influencer online like you should always do your research, really, because you yeah. don't want to be, you know, falling well, for someone fake. Exactly, and they're doing just that. They're influencing you. Mm. So you open you your phone. You become who you hang around. You become who you hang around, and even though you don't, you're not directly with them, if they're in your face all the time when you open your phone, they're in your circle. Yeah, they so are. So you do need to, you know, be wary, very wary of who you're giving your energy to and who you're surrounding yourself by, and, and you just want to make sure that it's making a positive impact on on your life. So mm. um, I think, and I think that's exactly what you do with your audience. That's it's just plain as day to see that you're not trying. Like oh, you're no. just you're too consistent to be just trying. <laughs> it's too consistent. Too cray cray. Too, too much trying. <laughs> yeah. No, which is really cool. Um, what advice would you give to girls who are really struggling with their body image? This like is such a tough question. It is a t- it is a tough answer one. it. Okay, <laughs> quick, go. Put the knife down. <laughs> but I mean, like, I think you know, everyone's answer is going to be very different because yeah, yeah. it's we're looking through your lens, through your perspective. Mm. But you know, like, what? Yeah, what could be your advice to to a girl that's really struggling at the moment and might just need to hear those words to help them? Yeah. Well, if I was faced, I would like to be face to face, and I would just probably tell that girl that. Things feel like they suck and sometimes things feel hard and they feel heavy mm. and things won't clear up overnight and they're not going to clear up, you know, in a second. They might not clear up in a year. But I believe that things always will clear up and there is always light at the end of the tunnel and um, everybody is on their own journey of self-acceptance yeah. and acknowledgement and achievement and everyone has a different timeline. So I, it is hard because you know, no matter what amount of words I say to this person, it's not going to make them feel any different. But I hope that in time they look back on this and think, wow, I just needed that time. I needed to grow. I needed to be more confident within myself. And, you know, look at me now. That was a horrible time. But moving forward, I'm a good girl now and I'm confident Mm. and I believe in myself. Like I I feel like it all comes with time. Yeah. Mm. It's so true. Like having, you know, young girls in, in, in my office when I used to work in education, you know, I'd I'd, uh, I, I did this timeline with them and, and they'd come in and they're like, oh, you know, I'm being bullied because I'm fat. You know, I'm being, I said, okay, cool. I said, let's go back to the first memory when you felt fat. And they'd say, oh, I was six or seven. I said, okay, cool. And I said, how did you know that you were fat then? And they said, oh, um, somebody told me, a little boy at school told me. And I said, okay. I said, but what did you think about that beforehand? And she said, uh, and this girl said, oh, well, I was really cute. You know, the adults would grab my cheeks and tell me how cute I was. I said, so why have we put so much emphasis on the word fat? And so I'd questioned this little girl. She must thought I was crazy because I am. (laughs) But questioned her on the emphasis of that word because your difference is your uniqueness. And being unique is what makes you stand out Mm -hmm. and makes you different. And that's a good thing. And that if we were all the same, I used to say this to my class all the time, if we were all the same, we'd be so boring. And we'd do this activity and I, I'd say to my class, I was like, right, you guys are a crayon box and we're all a different colour. I said, but if we were all brown, what a boring bloody picture mm-hmm. we would have. And so we celebrate the uniqueness in everyone, but we've got to teach that message from such a young age. Mm. 
So this leads me into the next question. Ooh, you have now birthed. I know you've 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 been on a birthing journey. If I anyone have. has not been following your socials, would you like to tell the podcast oh listeners what's actually happened? Oh, can I go yeah, for please. it? Please, you're Guys. bursting. <laughs> <laughs> I have just given birth to a new thing, a new creature, and it is. Sea monkeys. (laughs) She literally has and it's so hilarious to watch. (laughs) Uh, Please follow along for that journey. Um, But do you want to have kids? No. Well, no. Okay. I'm not interested right now. Is that bad? I just don't love that answer because I don't have kids. Yeah, booked and busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But let's imagine you did. Okay. All right. God help them. Hang on. I'm a good mum. Let's go. And your little girl comes home and she's been teased the same way. Mm. that you were teased oh, in kills them. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Not a great response. Um, <laughs> okay, go again, go again. Okay. We're good. I, I'm envisioning <laughs> this to be like my puppy, Billy, who uh, I did birth and I love her very deeply. Yeah. She's come home from puppy preschool. Okay, go. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, she is, is it she? Your it's dog? a little girl, okay, yeah, yeah, Billy. I just like, yeah. I'm like, got to re-strategize. I've got a dog in my head now. I love, do- I love dogs. Um, so... This little puppy comes home and it's been crying because the bigger dogs have been teasing it. Mm -hmm. What do you say in that moment to that little puppy? What do you say about knowing what you know now? What do you say to that little puppy to make it feel better? Well, it's funny because your crayon um, theory is what I like to preach as well. I accept I use the term robot. So I'm always saying to girls, you know, when they're... Or puppies. Yes, mm-hmm. puppy. Yeah. Right. And they want to look like the other puppy. That's <laughs> yeah, good. The face-tuned puppy that's probably not a real puppy anyway. Yeah. I always say that, but, you know, look how beautiful and cute you are. Like, why do you <laughs> want to look like the other puppy? Because if all us puppies looked the same, then we're just going to look like an army of boring puppy robots. Yeah. And there's going to be no fun or uniqueness, literally yeah. the same story as you. Yeah. Yeah. And that is actually what I tell people online. Like when, when people are like, oh, you know, I've got all these tiger stripes. And I'm like, yeah, but how cool are tigers? Yeah. yeah. And all their stripes are unique and different. And that is what we are yeah. with our lady lumps and our lady stripes. Like they're so freaking cool. Are they not cool though? So Honestly, cool. like so cool, from the bottom of my vagina, they are so cool. <laughs> from the depth of the vag. <laughs> They are cool. They are cool. <laughs> no, it's so cool. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Um, and I think it's just about a journey of, of, you know, you're doing you and you just show up and you be you. And, and along the way, you're basically saying that it's okay for that stuff. Like when did tiger stripes and lady lumps and, you know, creases and all that become bad? I know. When I actually that think about that. Like yeah. who, what dickhead out there? Yeah, and I know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you do that? And where did that stem from? Honestly, yeah. though, yeah. that actually blows my mind. It makes me so frustrated. Like, yeah. who, how dare you? Yeah, yeah exactly. or, or even let's get on this topic because I'll get revved. I'm rolling is, up my sleeves. Is the fact that why why are us women judged on what we look like? Oh, oh. We're so much more than that. We're so much more than yeah. that. We give freaking birth. We do. Yeah, man. From Sea monkeys or real children. It doesn't yeah. matter. Or, or, or a puppy. Or a puppy. Totally. Mm-hmm. I've got two dogs. Yeah, <laughs> totally. They were big too. Um, <laughs> so like, but that that's what irks me. And, and we've done podcasts on this before about the fact that, you know, we're just, it's nice to be nice as females. And I feel like sometimes a lot of the hate or the judgment that we get is from the same sex as us mm-hmm. a yeah. lot girls yeah. being no, really you're mean. Right. Mm. and and i just think well if we continue that cycle of judging one another and and looking for fault in the in the women or in, in the person across the room uh it it doesn't make you feel good about yourself we preach this message here it's nice to be nice 
So let's celebrate what's good in you or help you see what's good in you. Yeah. Because we're like freaking drowning in negativity about how sh- how our bodies have to look like it, it, like just nothing's wrong with it. Yeah. Right? My my favorite line of society's deemed image of beauty, you know, it's just bullshit. It's yeah. bullshit. So I guess it's just sort of like I loved what you just did there and I don't know if you know it, but you redirect the thoughts of women or comments or whatever to the positive. Always. I've always been like that as that's, well. That's bloody amazing. Thank that's, you. That's bloody very, amazing. very cool. Not a lot of people have that mindset. So you choose to – and that's a choice though. Like you mm. choose to see the positive. 100%. Yeah, Someone is, needs to do it. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, <laughs> otherwise if you choose to just see the negative, I mean, you just drown in a sea of negativity and that's all you can see. But how forward. weird is that? Mm. Isn't like when you really think about it, so, guys, we're sitting at a big conference table right now. Imagine if there was a cute girl at the end. How weird, honestly, how weird would it be if we looked down at that that girl down there and we're like, oh, yeah. look at the colour of her eyes. Yeah. Isn't that the weirdest freaking thing ever? Yeah. Totally. Wouldn't Absolutely. you be like, oh, girl, you are so hot. Come sit with us. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Oh, it's just the weirdest thing that blows my mind. And, and I think that if you become – if you remain curious about other people, like I literally want to know – your life. I will like, tell you everything. Yeah, like <laughs> to the depth of your vagina. Oh, I will go anywhere you want me to go. I'm an open book and an open vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. That's a yeah. great marketing tagline. Um, but like I think that as, as women, if we're curious about the journey, everyone's got a story. They do. And, it, and some people have got more painful stories than others. Mm-hmm. And they've got people who have never had anyone believe in them. That's so sad. And it it is so sad. And Mm. I think that in order to help women rise, which we are so passionate about here at Alpha Babes, it is sometimes about them lending the belief that you have in them first and Mm -hmm. help them grow their own. Exactly. And I see you do that beautifully within that body image space by you leading by example. Thank you. It is fun. I think as well, like with Moana, I don't know if you guys have noticed, we try and do meetups. So we actually get to meet the girls. That's so cool, man. We've had girls there like actually crying real tears because they've never worn a bikini because they felt too self-conscious to. Next minute they're around, you know, 300 girls and they're happy as, you know, Larry bouncing around. so cool. And then the space would be super, I'm sure, super supportive and encouraging. And Mm -hmm. I've I've seen plenty of girls say that. I mean, I hear the same girls say the same sort of comments of, I can't wear a bikini because I don't look like this or I can't, you know, I Mm -hmm. wouldn't have the confidence to wear a bikini because... Why? Exactly. (laughs) Why? Actually, why? But confidence, uh, you know, I said this to a client the other day, confidence is a feeling, it's not an image. No, Mm -hmm. absolutely. It is not a freaking image. It's what you feel. And in Mm. life, a lot of it is what you feel. It's not attached to an outcome or a thing. Yeah. And I think that if we continue to preach that message, then people will come more in tune with a feeling than an actual thing that they're chasing because if they don't get it, they feel like they fail and the whole cycle continues. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you got one last question? Only one? Only one, yeah. <laughs> um, I do have a last question. Um, green. G- oh, <laughs> there you go, done. That's it, we That's can end the podcast. That was it too. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's on the horizon for, for you, for Moana, Bikini, for – well, what's in store for you? What do you want, me or Moana? Oh, I, both. Give bum, me both. Bum, bum. <laughs> okay, we'll go with Moana first, I guess. Um, well, it's – 
kind of very on topic as well. So um, Moana, where um, as you as you touched on, we just bought our own warehouse space. Yeah, it's very gonna be cool. So, it's gonna be like the next Google. Yes, like it's it. gonna be way too much fun. You call <laughs> everyone Insta Google. I, I say Insta Google. Yeah. yeah. So many people ask me about it, and no matter how many times I tell people, they get more people asking. Yeah. It's just very different. Do you want to know real quick why? I literally do. Please. It stems from my father again. Yes. Love you, Dad. Um, How does he say it? What's his voice? Oh, God. Hang on. Oh, my God. You just caught me off guard. (laughs) I'm getting nervous. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I will do the voice within story. He goes, my dad, you know, not super tech savvy or phone savvy. um, He never got um, that it was called Instagram. He always just called it Insta Google. I love that. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, mate, can you get me on that, like, you know, Insta Google thing? I love love that. It's so cool. And it was like back when MySpace was a thing, he'd call it My Face. My My Face. face. So now I just (laughs) say Insta Google as a joke. And yeah. it's just turned into like this weird thing. So, I love it. Love it. It's very yeah. memorable. Yeah, thanks, I, Dad. I, <laughs> so, uh, you got the Go, warehouse. Got the, yeah, we got the warehouse. Got the warehouse. So, what's yeah. next, Moana? That's it, yes. So, um, you know, we've got the warehouse, we're growing, we've hired some new staff, um, which is awesome because it allows us um, to give our customers an even better experience. So, we're focusing really heavily on the customer experience and making that individual feel not like a transaction, but like a, a family member. So we've just got a, a whole bunch of new, um, uh, God, I don't even want you, what you'd call it. I guess it's kind of like, I don't know, sending love in an envelope. I yeah. love it. I love that. But like, for example, we've got staff there now that are in our um, private Facebook group. And if someone is having a, a sad time and they've voiced it, you know, we uh, and we have their uh, contact information, we'll just send them a gift that relates to what they're talking about. Oh, that is so, so cool. Like there was a girl the other day who she's been suffering with a lot and she's been having trouble sleeping at night. And there's this big, um, you know, sad story up. And a lot of the girls um, were giving her all these, you know, recommendations and supporting her. And we were like, let's write this beautiful love note, buy us some amazing amazing chamomile tea and just send that to her um you know just as a little token like we've got your back so cool that's gorgeous yeah that's so really we're cool. focusing on a lot of things around those lines as well so seeing your customers but listening to your customers yeah you know in a way that's not a transaction it's just because you're a fucking good person we just love them it's yeah. like we're always listening like we've had the group for 12 months now and obviously the brand for ages but now we're at a place where we can actually physically also yeah. help them it's so cool. just little gestures to say yeah. we're here and we've, yeah. we've got your back and what about you personally what's up what's mm. next well, Ryan and I are getting married yes. oh, next cool. year. So good. I know. What the heck? I know. Oh my God, you're going to be like married. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. That's so cool. How long have you guys been together? Um, over five years now. He was my Tinder swipe. Yes. Oh my gosh. Love a good Tinder success story. He didn't, like, he kind of ruined it though. Like, I didn't, I wasn't on Tinder long and I didn't get one dick pic, one naughty date. <laughs> no. I didn't get anything. I got Ripped Ryan. Off. I know. Ripped off. I tell him that every day. <laughs> so you're getting married. Do you know where you're going to get married? Yeah, we're getting married at like, um, there's this community center up at Kira Hill, right? That overlooks the beach. Beautiful. So we're going to deck that out and do a full on themed wedding. Cool. So it'll be, it won't, it, everyone will know we're getting married but it's going to be more like a themed party Love that's it. cool yeah it'll that's be a good time i hope sounds very you well yeah we didn't even want to do that we wanted to um elope but you know everyone was getting so upset yeah, yeah. okay so okay. you know they want to be a part of your day well that's awesome <laughs> and well 
Again, thank you so much for coming on the Alpha Babes podcast. It's been so cool. It's been fun. I could talk to you guys all day. Literally. All day. We could could. do like a 42-hour podcast. I reckon people would totally dig that. I actually think they would. I would keep (laughs) driving in the car just to listen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, thank you so much. We really appreciate uh, your time and your message and um, we hope that it resonates really well with, with the audience. And if somebody on this podcast land has not heard of you because they're living um, under a rock no, it's okay. <laughs> where can they find you you guys can stalk me on at karina Irby on instagram <laughs> i'm also on youtube guys not super consistent but i'm getting there that's, that's awesome. awesome yeah cool. so awesome. just google uh, google uh yeah just type in your name for yeah. youtube and and moana swim check them out girls you need a bikini you need this you need this woman in your exactly. life because i got you there's juice that comes with every yeah, bikini. It's <laughs> sprinkled in that shit. Juice. Yeah. <laughs> Some confidence juice. All right, until next time. Thanks, babe. See ya. Bye. Bye.